1: Foundations Got to know a little bit about King Herod the Great. He was such a nasty, nasty man. Caesar Augustus was quoted as saying, it would be better to be Herod's pig than Herod's sons.
0: Foundations Understanding the Jewish Foundations of Our Christian Faith with Robbo Robinson and Mandy Warby Over the last couple of programs we've been uh, studying the nativity story in greater detail. In this program we're going to look particularly at King Herod the Great and the possible reaction by the Romans at the news of a newborn king of the Jews.
1: It's really sad that he was called Herod the Great because he was horrible.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Herod the not so great. He
1: he was great at at architecture and building but when it comes to being a human being he was awful. Mm. He was an awful man. The last couple of programs we've Spent a little bit of time looking at who the wise men or the magi were, and and what the star had to do with it all. That they were, you know, educated in all forms of, you know, culture, politics, commerce, the sciences, everything, religion, and that they were more than likely made up at least in part of Jews from the original Babylonian diaspora from the days of Daniel, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, and that they were watching for the imminent arrival of their messiah and that there was an astronomical event that took place that triggered mm. their belief that their messiah had arrived and that sent them across the desert to Judea and that in fact they were a very large delegation an official delegation of anywhere from between say maybe 20 or right up to a hundred yeah. uh, people.
0: Certainly not three blokes on a camel.
1: <laughs> <laughs> no, because they would have been targets by oh, you know sure. robbers. Yeah. You know, there's just it's just in, an impractical yeah. you know it's just lunacy to even think that. But you know, we have our romantic stories yeah. that we like to look it at. It looks for, nice on a card. It looks pretty on a card, <laughs> absolutely. But no no. This delegation arrived and sent Jerusalem into great concern.
0: Let's read some of this story. This is in Matthew 2. It says, Now after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, in the days of Herod the king, Magi from the east arrived in Jerusalem, saying, Where is he who has been born king of the Jews? For we saw his star in the east and have come to worship him. When Herod the king heard this, he was troubled and all Jerusalem with him. Gathering together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, he inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They said to him, In Bethlehem of Judea. For this is what has been written by the prophet. And you, Bethlehem, land of Judah, are by no means least among the leaders of Judah. For out of you shall come forth a ruler who will shepherd my people Israel. Then Herod secretly called the Magi and determined from them the exact time the star appeared. And he sent them to Bethlehem and said, Go and search carefully for the child, and when you have found him, report to me, so that I too may come and worship him." And, of course, the story goes on from there. The Magi Mm -hmm. did just that. They went and searched uh, about an eight-kilometer distance from Jerusalem to Bethlehem to find the child. They worshipped him, presented the gifts. Now, this is interesting. It says at the house where he and his mother were, Mm. not in the stable. So it obviously wasn't the same night or the next day. Mm -hmm. But uh, while they slept, God warned them in a dream not to return to Herod because Herod's intention was to to murder the child, not worship him. So they secretly left by a different route Mm -hmm. and headed back home another way. But, of course, being a large delegation, they wouldn't (laughs) be able to do that very secretly. Yeah, try
1: to sneak out of town with 100 people. I don't think so. So
0: Herod was told that they'd left a different Mm -hmm. way and he was not happy.
1: No, he wasn't happy. You've got to know a little bit about uh, King Herod the Great. Um, He he was such a nasty, nasty man. Um, Caesar Uh, Augustus was apparently a friend of his. Why he would choose Herod the Great to be a friend, I have no idea. But Caesar Augustus is quoted as saying it would be better to be Herod's pig than Herod's sons because Herod was so delusional, he was so paranoid that if he thought there was anybody posing even the slightest threat to his throne – that he would have them killed, and he actually had his two sons killed. I could be wrong on this, but I think he also had one of his wives killed as well. Mm. He was so delusional, you know, it wasn't safe to be related to Herod. In fact, uh, there is a place in in, uh, Israel about an equal distance from uh, Jerusalem from what the same as Bethlehem is. It's about eight, nine kilometers from Jerusalem to Bethlehem. It's about the same distance from Jerusalem to the Herodian. And it was one of three of his fortresses. And that's actually where he was buried. But he was he, he was hated so much that he before he died, or he actually ordered that when he actually died, a group of very well-beloved Jewish rabbis were to be killed Murdered, so that when he was buried, the people would actually be in a state of mourning. Oh, wow. Otherwise, they'd have been rejoicing. He was wow. such a nasty guy. So
0: he orchestrated the mourning for his funeral.
1: Yeah, he did. Wow. Terrible, terrible man.
0: That's amazing. Yeah. So, of course, the other part of this story is that with the uh, Magi being warned to go home a different way, Joseph also was warned in a dream that, you know, I guess, Herod was after Jesus. And so he quickly got up in the night took Mary and the baby, and they fled off to Egypt yeah, as exactly. refugees. It's as funny well.
1: when, again, standing in that same place in the Herodian, when you stand on top of this, you can actually see in the distance um, Jerusalem. It's like, again, about eight kilometers, eight, nine kilometers distance. And then you look slightly to your left and you go, Wow, well, that's Bethlehem. And mm. so if, you know, when, when Joseph gets this dream, get up right now, and he did in the middle of the night, and take the child and his mother and get out of here because Herod's on his way and he's going to kill him. Mm. You know, if 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 Herod sent a delegation of soldiers on horseback, you're talking 30, 40 minutes to mm. ride, you know, hammer and tong from yeah. Jerusalem to get to Bethlehem. It's a short distance. And we stand there and we look at it and we go, we're talking a really short distance. Wow. Yeah, so it was quite extraordinary. So that's, that's Herod. But what about the Romans? Because it says that, Herod and all Jerusalem Mm. were very troubled by this large delegation of the Magi. So who else? Well, who was ruling? Who was the security? Who was governing Jerusalem? I mean, Herod was a fake Jewish king. He was a puppet. The
0: Romans were really in charge.
1: They were really in charge. Herod was claimed to be the king of the Jews, but he was half Edomite, half um, Nabatean, little bit of Jewish blood in there somewhere. And of course, the, the Jews weren't going to be tricked by him. But what about the Romans? if you know anything about Roman ancient Roman history and ancient Persian history these two kingdoms had a few little skirmishes here or there but the Romans were never able to conquer the ancient Persian mm. people they never were and so for the Romans who were in charge suddenly this official diplomatic you know, caravan of people turns up, maybe up to a hundred people, maybe more, maybe less, but a large delegation turns up, saying, "So, where's this King of the Jews?" So the puppet king Herod is is obviously considered, well, not the legitimate one, mm. and these guys are asking, "Where's this newborn King of the Jews?" And
0: so, I guess they could see that as a potential threat <laughs> against Rome.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they're thinking this 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 unconquerable. Enemy? Are they coming to make war? Are they mm. coming to challenges? Are they? They're obviously challenging our puppet appointee in in Herod. Yeah, and so you can understand why there was this um. A concern or an unsettling, not just from Herod, but from the Romans as well. Now, I'm not saying this is actually definitely 100% what happened, because Scripture doesn't say that in specific details. But if you study history, if you study um, the cultures and these different empires, if you study the wars that took place and their interactions, you can... You can come to some very strong, at least, conclusions mm. about you know what could have been happening because Scripture says, and Herod and all Jerusalem yeah. were very troubled by this delegation, this uh, group of you know Persian diplomats, for want of a better word. And and of course, the the flip side of that too is what about the religious leaders in yeah. Jerusalem that held sway over the people?
0: Well, they would have been troubled too, wouldn't they?
1: They were very troubled because when we're actually going to talk about them next time, because um, were they actually legitimate religious leaders or were they not? Herod wasn't really legitimate. Mm. The Romans were in invading occupiers, so they're not legitimate. So, what about the religious leaders? Mm. We'll, we'll look at them next time. But my hypothetical question to end this particular program is this: Is it possible that Herod, the Roman officials? And the corrupt Jewish priests were troubled at the thought of the Jewish Messiah finally being born that would question their legitimacy and position just as the prophets had foretold. Mm, Seems like the baby was the only legitimate one amongst the Greeks. (laughs) Exactly.
0: (laughs) We'll explore this some more next time on Foundations and learn more about the Jewish priesthood and what it was up to at the time of Jesus' birth.